0: Welcome forward. Now you're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Okay, so I have been thinking, um, as I'm getting ready for the day, as I'm getting ready for um, all that is to come, as I think about all the people who still are looking for empowerment and all the people who are still trying to figure out how to get that money thing in order. I've got so many more things to talk about. I've been talking about uh, the laws of abundance. I've talked about that. I've talked about the law of difference and the law of uh, two and uh, the law of honor and um, the law of the seed and all these things. But I have to talk again, and I've said this before, but I've got to talk again about the Fs. See, there are some Fs in our life, and I'm gonna call them now. These are the five Fs of failure, okay? There are five Fs that are keeping people from being financially free. And it keeps showing up, it keeps coming up, it keeps resurfacing, and as long as it is resurfacing, I am going to be here to talk about it so we can put an end to it. Because let me tell you something, we've got some real work to do. We've got some real lives uh, uh, to live. Uh, We've got some real souls to save. We've got some real communities to build. We've got uh, real generations that we need to raise up. And what we've got to do is we've got to figure out how to get these five F's that are keeping us from being financially free and get them under control. Now, the first F that is keeping us from being financially free, and you've heard me talk about it before, but again, I have to say this again, it is feelings. Feelings. Feelings are keeping you from being financially free. One of the feelings that, that we have, that, that I see all too often, I see people stagnated, I see people not moving to the next level, I see people still trying to figure out why they have not progressed, why they did not get a promotion, why their business is not going to the next level, um, why their family members and friends won't talk to them, why their money is funny, why their, change, why their change is strange. That feeling has to do with holding a grudge. Holding a grudge, not forgiving. Now, what am I saying about, um, or or what what would I recommend when someone offends you, when someone uh, betrays you, when somebody absolutely positively does you wrong and you don't know what to do with that feeling. Um, So what you do is you hold on to it. But let me tell you something. The person who already committed the act, the person who did the thing, they have moved on and probably doing the same thing to somebody else. They probably are not even aware of what they did. They don't care about what they did. And they, they may have even not known that they did anything and yet you're still holding a grudge. You got to let go of grudges, people. We've got to stop letting our feelings keep us from uh, 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 failing forward. We've got to stop let our feel. We got to stop letting our feelings keeping us from climbing the ladder. And more importantly, we've got to stop letting feelings burn our bridges. Now, let me just be clear with you. I have had several instances where people uh, in my life. Um, I perceive that they did something wrong. But those people, to this day, there is not one person who I perceive that did me wrong that I won't help if I have the ability to. There is not one person that I perceive who has done me wrong that I won't sit and have a conversation about healing. There is not one person that I perceive who, uh, who has done me wrong that I have not been able to go back to that person And if the bridge was burnt temporarily, that we were not able to mend that bridge. We've got to start mending bridges, people. We cannot let feelings and grudges hold us back. A a feeling about somebody means you're not going to go into business with them, or a feeling about somebody means you're not going to choose them for the job. The feeling about somebody means you're not going to get them for the contract. The feeling about somebody is blocking you from your blessings. The five Fs. of of failure. These are the five F's that are keeping us from being financially free. Let me tell you about another feeling, guilt. Guilt. You know you did something wrong, but you won't show up in that space again in order to get it right. Or you know you did something wrong, but you won't show up. You won't text the person or call the person and say, I'm sorry, you will let guilt, people are letting guilt hold them back from their promise. Right. And then when when the guilt sits there so long, the guilt becomes indignant. Well, I didn't really do anything anyway. I don't understand what the big deal is. Come on now. Come on now. Let's stop letting uh, grudges that are are sometimes based on guilt uh, then become, uh, uh, you know, uh, basically ego, narcissistic. All of these things that we start to put our minds through, remember I talked about the law of the mind, all of these things that we put our minds through to tell us that we are right and everybody else is wrong. There are other feelings of guilt, guilt that you did not help your children or you did not help your friends or you did not help your family members. So you go out and you spend more money than you have available out of guilt. Let me tell you, I've been there and I've done that because you're the one who went to school or started the business or got the degree. You're the one who quote unquote made it out. And so now everybody in your family expects you to hand out. Well, let me tell you something. We're not handing out anything except for jobs, okay? Right? So until you are able to help people in a real way from an overflowing cup, do not let guilt Uh, put you in a position where you are giving at stuff that you don't have. You're giving money you don't have, you're giving time you don't have, you're giving energy you don't have, and you are giving your blessings away. God, see the Bible says, he who is faithful with little will be faithful with much. He who is unfaithful with little will be unfaithful with much. Who can be trusted with true riches if he can't handle unrighteous, the Bible says, mammon, money. Who can be trusted? Can you be trusted? Don't let guilt be the reason why you fail the money test. Don't let a grudge be the reason why you fail the money test. And don't let you done fell in love with your boo who done turned into a who, what, when, where, why, or how much, and you done gave all your money away, your time and your body, and now the person is gone and you don't know what to do, okay? Do not let lust or guilt or grudges put you in a position where you're making bad decisions. Those five F's that are keeping us from being financially free. The harvest is here. The time is now. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. The more money you make, the more the IRS will take. So if you go from making $75,000 to $150,000, you're not gonna see $75,000 divided by 12 on your paycheck. As a matter of fact, I know people who get a raise from $100,000 on their job to $200,000 and they've actually seen less on their check because the more money you make, the more tax brackets you enter into. I remember my first check um, went from 10000 to 20000 a pay period. I was looking for this check. Now, let's be clear, I was living check to Monday, so I had already spent the money, okay? Mm-hmm. I knew the check was coming. So when I got the $10,000 check, my net pay was $8,500. I was married with three children, five exemptions. So I had five allowances on my W-4. I thought that's how it worked. So when I was getting this $20,000 commission, I thought, "Mm, I'll have $16,000, $17,000. Let me tell you something. I got the check. The check was like $9,000. Let me tell you, I almost passed out right there in the office. I got dizzy. (laughs) Then I said, child, you can't die because you need your money. I said, you right. So I went into the office (laughs) and I called the IRS. People said, well, why would you call the IRS? Because they had my money. Who else you gonna call? I call the HR people. They don't have my money. I'm looking at the check. It says Flack of them. so that's who I'm calling. So I called the IRS and I got on the phone. I told them my situation. I didn't even know who to call or what to say. All I know is half my check is gone and I need it back. So they heard my story and they said, "Oh, we're gonna put you on with a withholding agent." I thought, "Woo, child, they got somebody named that? Okay, you got a withholding agent." So I was ready. I was already counting the minutes of when I was gonna get my money. So the withholding agent came on and she started to ask me all these questions, by like question number 10 or 11, I started to get nervous. She put me on hold, came back, and her calculation was only two pennies different than my check. That's when I learned the more money you make, the more the IRS will take. I did not think that when you grow in life that you make more money and get less. That just didn't seem fair to me. So the first thing is to spend less money. The next thing is, yes, to get more money, multiple streams of income or raise on your job, do some extra shifts. But the third ingredient is the single most important ingredient, and that is you have to get your money back. Mm. Well, guess what? That's what the IRS says. The IRS says if you drive your car for business, you can get your money back. If you just go and drive for personal reasons, you don't. If you have a business dinner or business lunch, you can get your money back. If you take a business trip, you can get your money back. The IRS says this well over hundreds and hundreds of times. So what everybody needs to know about having a home based business is that you as a sole proprietor doing whatever it is that you're doing, you as a sole proprietor are just as important and you are in the same category as any other business. So think about the big department store that you see on the freeway. Think about where you shop. You are treated in the government's eyesight just like any other business as a sole proprietor. Now this pandemic has shown us all exactly how the government treats money. There are two systems in America. There's one system for employees. There's another system for businesses. The employee system under the pandemic basically said, Wait for your $2,000 stimulus check or your $600 stimulus check. Get your unemployment and go on. Now, first of all, I need some more zeros in my check if you're going to stimulate me. It's not stimulating, right? Me me too. Right. But guess what they told businesses? Sole proprietors, people with home-based business owners. They said, send us your revenue. We're going to give you a percentage of that so you can keep your businesses going. So I know sole proprietors, independent contractors. I know a hairstylist because she ran her business like a business with the intent of making a profit. When the pandemic hit and everything shut down, she got over $50,000 to keep her business going. Whereas the other hairstylist in the same shop who did not run her business like a business got nothing and had to wait on unemployment. So businesses are the engine of the economy. The IRS says it hundreds of times. And so in my classes, I teach people how to get their money back. I help them identify the tax deductions that they never knew about. As a matter of fact, I wrote a book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions That You Never Knew About. (laughs) Real simple, right? Um, So that's why I'm so passionate about it. The third reason why I'm so passionate about this is because there are no safe jobs. Mm. We were taught to go to school, get a good education, get a good job, and then you'd be able to work on that job and retire into the sunset. That doesn't happen anymore. We are no longer an industrial society. We are a service society and a technology society. And so if a business can replace a person with a computer program, software, or a robot even, your job may end. We've seen in recent history where government workers were furloughed. Can you believe that? Mm. Like the whole idea was to get a good government job, not safe. Teachers, who should be the highest paid of everybody everywhere, God bless the teachers, but they are striking for working conditions and salary and pensions. Teachers' pensions are in danger all over the country. Vaccines, they were not on the essential workers list, so teachers aren't even safe. And since there is no safe job, we must create our own jobs. And so not having safety and security when it comes to being able to provide for ourselves then gives us the energy that we need to escape. We wanna go on vacation, but if you don't have any money, you are not on vacation. The vacation is on you, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. Then what happens, Christmas comes along and we wanna escape during Christmas time. So you spend your last dime and next month's rent on Christmas toys and the children don't play with the toys and now you irritated, upset. Twas the day after Christmas and all through the house, every creature was hurting, even the mouse, the toys were all broken, their batteries were dead and Santa was passed out with ice on his head. <laughs> Whole point is, we try to escape And the only thing that we can escape to is the brilliance that God has given us to create the power that we need to start our own businesses. So when we start our own businesses, when we start with our own home based businesses, then not only do we get to make more money, we get to get our money back. And then we've got a little bit of control. The fourth reason why I'm so passionate about everybody having a home based business Mm -hmm. is because of what I just said. You want control, I want control, we want control. We don't want to go to sleep worried about how we're going to pay our bills. We don't want to dodge the repo man. We don't want to have to hide our car at our cousin's house in the garage to try to figure out how we got We don't want to do that, we actually want control. But what it feels like when money is scarce, when the ends aren't meeting, when the money is funny and the change is strange, it feels like money is in control. But the truth is, money wants to give you control money says i am dependable and here's the real deal about money one plus one equals two money is more reliable than anything because it's based on simple mathematics what we learned in first grade money is more reliable than your friends money is more reliable than the weather Money is more reliable than your boo who turned into a who, what, when, where, why, and how. (laughs) Money is more reliable. Money says, I just need you to respect me. Money says, I need you to let me work the way I was designed to work. Money says, I want to help you multiply. Money says, I will work harder for you than you can ever work for me. Mm. That's called investing. That's called creating passive income streams. That's called being wise and making wise decisions. That's called getting an education. That's called surrounding yourself with the people who understand how money works. If you have five broke friends, you're gonna be number six. Mm. If you have nine broke friends, you're gonna be number 10. So your network truly determines your net worth. And when we give money the power to do what it does, By honoring it, we get in the driver's seat. We are in control, and now we tell money, go over here in this investment and do that. We tell money, okay, now I want to take a vacation, but it's going to be a business trip. We start to tell money what to do when we understand it. You cannot develop a relationship with anything or anyone that you understand, not a relationship that's going to be powerful and sustainable. Money is saying You can control me, but here's the deal. If you can't control a dollar, what you gonna do with 10? If you can't control 10, what you gonna do with 1,000? If you can't control 1,000, what you gonna do with 100,000? If you can't control 100,000, what you gonna do with a million? I found my power in 2008 when the economy crashed and I had nothing. My 401k went to zero. I had left my job to go pursue my dream of being in the entertainment industry and helping celebrities with their companies and their businesses. (laughs) Go figure, right? And so here I am today, but that's when I found power. I found power when I had zero dollars because when you have no money, you don't have a choice. (laughs) Mm. Everybody talking about I don't want to spend no money. You ain't got none. Right? So we need to learn how to have power over money when it is in our hands, not only when it's in a disappearing act phase, when you get a dollar, what are you gonna do with it? So I always tell people, here's the real deal about money. Some say money talks, but I say money walks away from you quietly and you don't know where it went. It would be nice if a dollar said, I'm about to roll bounce up out of here and when you come find me, I ain't gonna be there. It would be nice if it did talk, but it don't, Mm -mm. right? And then we just spend money here and there and we say it's just $10, it's just $2, it's just, I dare you to go look at your it's just from 2020. I dare you to go look at your it's just from 2019. I dare you to go look at your it's just from any year and you'll see that's where your wealth is. So if we respect money, if we honor money, if we just listen to its basic simple first grade principle that one plus one equals two, which means you cannot spend 10, then we can have power and control over money.
1: So Lynn, you have New Wealth University and within that you have the Entrepreneur's Academy. Now I wish I had that when I was growing up, but instead I get to tag along with you and I get to learn all of these tools as we go along. But what would you say are the educational tools that someone needs in order to do things differently in their business?
0: So in their life and in their business and in their finances and in their mind, if you want to go all in, The Entrepreneur's Academy is for you. It's inexpensive. There's a monthly subscription fee. With that low monthly subscription fee, you get a whole bunch of books. You get webinars. You get live Q&As. You get Tax Talk Thursday. We do a spiritual path to wealth and prosperity. Um, We have master classes. It literally is an unlimited plethora of different Uh, Classes, everything from how to start a home-based business to passive income streams uh, for self-employed business owners, uh, respecting, repairing, and protecting your credit, how to be a real estate investor, um, managing your money mindset, uh, 21 days to financial freedom. The classes and the opportunities are endless. So for those who say, I don't know what to do differently, but now I know I need to do something different, then the Entrepreneur's Academy is for you. And the truth is, the Entrepreneur's Academy, it literally is a university. The Entrepreneur's Academy is so packed with classes and webinars and online coaching. Some of the trainings are one-on-one coaching with me where you hear my voice every day, you get an assignment. Others are live webinars where you get to ask questions. Um, Others are go at your own pace without getting a grade, and I do grade the assignments, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And I am involved. Um, For those who are interested in really just getting immersed, the Entrepreneurs Academy could be three, four, or five years. And even then, there will be more classes because of this one fact. Money is always changing. Policies are always changing. We've got classes on virtually every single topic that one could imagine in the Entrepreneur's Academy. Now, for those who, if you think about swimming, you don't want to dive all in, Mm -hmm. Um, maybe you don't have enough resources, but you do want to get your feet wet and you want to have access to more than one or two classes, then the Beyond 2020 online financial coaching program is for you, it's one payment, You get three very important books, and then you get online coaching. That online coaching includes one-on-one coaching from me again, so I'm giving you an assignment on a daily basis, and then you are responding and submitting your assignments, and you're growing in the process. And then there are webinar replays, masterclass replays, assignments, specific things that you can do to address your budget, your business, your finances, and your life. For those who only wanna get their feet wet, you know, sometimes you go to the beach, all I wanna do is get my feet wet. And let me tell you, I will tell people, I went to the beach, girl, you ain't wet nothing but your toes, <laughs> but I went to the beach, okay? Mm-hmm. So come on to the beach, get your feet wet, and the Freedom Package. The Freedom Package includes the 21 days to financial freedom, and it includes how to start a home-based business. So if you're trying to overcome a spending addiction, you're trying to start uh, your multiple streams of income, then the Freedom Package, is uh, an entry point, Um, and it's under $50 to get started. You get two books, and you really get an opportunity to change your life.
1: So, Lynn, I've got a whole lot of home-based businesses. You've taught me that throughout the years, but can you give us some examples of what home-based businesses are?
0: Starting a home-based business is a process, and I always tell people, if you do what you love, the money will follow. Now, you can't just walk around just saying, I love everybody, and think money's gonna come from that. You actually have to do some work as well. But if you start where you are skillful, if you start with the things that you're good at, if you start with the things that you are naturally able to do, there are some ideas there. So I teach that in how to start a home-based business. Now, what I will say is, one of the home-based businesses that anybody can start, is at New Wealth University becoming a wealth ambassador. As a wealth ambassador, you learn and earn. So I remember one day uh, being on social media and somebody had bought one of my books and they tagged me and I saw it and I said, thank you. And then instantly I was like, you need to send them a check. So that's what I did. <laughs> I started creating a way for people to learn and earn. So while you're in New Wealth University and you share a class or a book uh, with your friend, family member, coworker, then guess what? You earn 50 percent of the commission. The last thing I want to say about what types of home based businesses um, are available. There are things that people are doing that they don't know is a home based business. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaires Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. My grandmother cleaned homes for wealthy people. That's a home based business. Um, People drive for Uber. That's a home based business. Um, There are DJs, makeup artists, uh, eyelash putter owners, you know, all kinds of things. (laughs) Your know people, that, they only do eyelashes. I'm like, wow, that's a whole industry, right? Mm-hmm. And those people, these people, us, people who look like us, everyday folks are actually in business. But the reason why it's so important to get a financial education with that business is because people have lost out on thousands, some six figures, tens of thousands or six figures. They've lost out on money during this economy, during this economic downturn, during the pandemic, because they did not understand one, how not to run a broke business. And two, they did not understand their business finances. So our chief financial officer, Ingrid LaVon, who has managed billions of dollars for companies like Xerox and others, she teaches in New Wealth University and she teaches business finance 101, business finance 102, profit planning, Corpreneur, how to keep your current job and start a new job, start your own business. So Ingrid Lavon has really come on board to teach self-employed home-based business owners how to avoid running a broke business.
1: Okay, well then let's hear from Ingrid Lavon. Hey, Ingrid. Hey, Lennon Light. What a timely conversation. As Lynn has so passionately said, having a home-based business is simply not an option. Growing up, I only saw my mom work two jobs. As a single mom and an only child, I've worked several jobs and maintained my own business for the last 10 years. You have to create and control your own economy and stimulate your own income. Running a broke business should never be an option. There is a distinct difference between making money and being profitable. Anybody can sell something. You can go on social media right now and sell something. But how much of that price or revenue are you actually keeping? What's your bottom line? You must understand your costs and expenses in order to stay in business. Is your expertise, your experience, your education built into your pricing? <laughs> you need to be paid first. This leads to understanding your numbers. There is a cost to be the boss, and you have to know boss things like profit and loss statements, income statements, balance sheets, how to evaluate your company. The first question that the sharks ask on the shark tank is how much did you make and what was your margin? Those are real things you need to know to be and stay in business. And then finally, once you know those things, you can avoid the grand opening grand closing syndrome. You know, the here today gone tomorrow, having a solid financial acumen and understanding ultimately gives you longevity. It positions you to make choices about your future and your family's financial future. Because after all, who wants to lose before they even start? Thank you and back to you, Light and Lynn. Wow, thank you, Ingrid. Thank, that was amazing. Ooh, the inf- see what I'm saying? The information is priceless. Yeah. So starting a home-based business is imperative.
0: It, it is a must. It is an absolute must. So at New Wealth University, we will teach how to start a home-based business, how to hire your kids. So the whole idea is not only will you learn the tactical things that you can do in starting a home-based business, hiring your kids, hiring your cousin, your brother, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, hiring anybody, but learning how to use these tax strategies which are legal and ethical to your benefit, while at the same time building your empire, expanding your streams of income, running an unbroken business. We ain't running no janky businesses around here, okay? Okay. Running a profitable business and then being able to pass what you're learning on to your children, your community for generations to come.
1: Thank you so much, Lynn. Oh, of
0: course, Light. Let me tell you, it's been such a pleasure having you in the interview seat asking me questions. Um, I think it gives us an opportunity um, just to show how reciprocal um, this partnership is. And for everybody who's out there, um, I want you to get a team and I want you to figure out what you can give um, and also what you can get. Uh, so, you know, this is great. And um, we have so much more to talk about. And I want to help you act the way you want to be so you can be the way you act.
1: Let's talk about real estate, real estate,
0: real estate. I am financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today. So if you want to get to the next level in life, if you want to live the dream that you see for yourself, if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you see a better financial future, if you see a better relationship future, if you see yourself taking vacation and actually being on vacation and not having the vacation on you, You know what I'm talking about. You think you're going somewhere on vacation, but you really don't have enough money. And so instead of you being on vacation, the vacation is on you. It's on your mind. It's on your heart because you're spending money that you don't have. If you are sick and tired of that, then I'm gonna tell you to do something that I did. And I didn't even know if it was gonna work, but I said, you know what, God, I am at the bottom. And the only place I can go is up. So I'm gonna try this. What I want you to do from this day forward Whatever it is that you see in your life, whatever it is that you see that you want, I want you to act the way you want to be and sooner or later you will be the way you act. Okay, so when I was living check to Monday and didn't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, I'm sorry if I use that word on the wrong day, but that's just what it is. okay. but when I didn't have anything, I acted like I had something when I was on food stamps and didn't know how I was going to make it from one day to the next. I acted like I had something when I had lost everything and I wanted to be a professional speaker and I wanted to travel and I wanted to. Uh, Help other people get their finances straight. Even when my finances were jacked up, I acted. I acted like I had it together, even when I did not. Now, some of you all might think, well, that's faking it till you make it. Well, that's not really telling the truth. I want you to act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will discover that you will be the way you act, but you must do so with integrity. You see, I'm not just talking about faking it till you make making it, spending money that you don't have, trying to prove to people um, that you've got it when you really don't. You know, rich people stay rich because they act poor and poor people stay poor because they act rich and poor people stay poor acting rich in front of other poor people, which is real crazy. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about going out and spending money on a purse, you know, more money than you can put in it. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is lifting yourself up, building yourself up, having faith in the God that created you and believing that if you just start to walk in the direction that you see for yourself, that you could actually actually manifest that dream and start to live it right now in real time now how do you even start to do this because you know when your relationships are all jacked up when your money is funny when your change is strange when your kids are acting up when your significant other don't want to cooperate um it can be really hard but i'm going to share with you this scripture this scripture really really helped me i'm going to share with you two scriptures the first one is when i was at my lowest place My favorite scripture that just brings me to tears to this day is Psalm 118 and five. And it said, in my anguish, I cried out unto the Lord and he answered by setting me free. You see, I remember being in that place. I remember being... Down. I remember feeling like I was under the pit. I remember feeling like I had failed at everything. And how was I going to face anybody? And I just cried to the Lord. And he answered by setting me free. But let me tell you what the scripture is that really, really just started to catapult me into this act the way you want to be and sooner or later you will be the way you act. It is Hebrews 11 and 6. And it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. And he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you have to diligently seek what it is that you're after. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you have to diligently seek what it is that you're after. And if you're going to diligently seek what it is that you're after, then you have to act like what it is. So I don't care if you don't have enough money right now. Don't act like that. I don't care if your relationship isn't where you want it to be, isn't where you want it to be. Don't act like that. I don't care if your career has not taken off. Don't act like that. Act like you are already living in what it is that you believe and see for yourself. So I'm gonna give you a few tips, a few areas where you can do this. The first thing is I want you today, right now, to manage your money like a billionaire. Manage your money like a billionaire. Let me tell you what I mean by that. The number one reason why people don't have enough money is because you don't track it. You don't know where it's going. Where is your money for the past 30 days? What exactly did you spend your money on in the past week, the past month, the past year? Can you identify it? Can you track every single penny? You see, some say money talks, but I say money walks away from you quietly and you don't know where it went. It would be nice if a dollar said I'm about to roll, bounce up out of here, and when you come find me, I'm not going to be there. It would be nice if it did talk, but it don't. Money does not talk. It walks away, and it it doesn't say anything. So you have to go find every penny. And so if you are going to manage your money like a billionaire, you have to know what every dime with. Do you think billionaires are confused about where their money is? Mm -mm, They are not confused. So I don't care if you are a small home-based business, if you are just starting out, if you have a world-class enterprise, or if you have a company as big as Walmart, if you want to get there, you're going to have to act the way you want to be so that eventually you can be the way you act. And that is someone who has been trusted by God to manage multiple streams of income and millions and possibly even billions of dollars. You got to act like that today. You can't suddenly transform into a financial, uh, to be a good financial steward when you get the money. You have to act like that right now with the $1 that you have. You see, because money says, if you respect me, then I will honor you. Money says, if you respect me, then I will multiply for you. Money says, if you respect me, then I will work harder for you than you can ever work for me. So it doesn't matter how little you think you have. You think it's okay to just go spend an extra $50 on you know, some hamburgers for your kids or you think it's okay to just go spend, uh, go on to whatever online store that you're shopping at and just go spend those few extra dollars and you think it doesn't hurt you. But let me tell you something, that is not where you want to be. So you should not act like it today. I want you to act the way you wanna be and sooner or later you will be the way you act. So how are you gonna get there with your money? Manage it like a billionaire, track every single penny, get yourself a, a journal, get yourself something to write in, in New Wealth University, I have the Master Business and Budgeting Journal, where you can separate your personal versus your uh, business expenses, and you can get a positive, uh, you know, quote every single day, and you can start to move in that direction. Manage your money like a billionaire. Let me tell you how billionaires become billionaires because they look at the entire budget, and they will say, "Okay, look at look at this. Now I see the paper clips. We spent too much money on paper clips last month, and see the paper clips are going to interrupt my bonus." So if you go to work on Monday or Tuesday or whatever day of the week it is, and you get a memo, and the memo is a paperclip memo, and it says, from now on, if you want to order paperclips, you need to go see the paperclip manager and put together a paperclip proposal. That's because they cut the spending and they want to regulate it because they realize too much money Was spent in that area, and it's going to affect what? The bottom line, which means it's going to affect the top person. You see, the CEO is not going to let you interrupt their bonus. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you have to diligently seek what it is that you're after. And if you're going to diligently seek what it is that you're after, And then you have to act like what it is. So I don't care if you don't have enough money right now. Don't act like that. I don't care if your relationship isn't where you want it to be, isn't where you want it to be. Don't act like that. I don't care if your career has not taken off. Don't act like that. Act like you are already living in what it is that you believe and see for yourself. So I'm gonna give you a few tips, a few areas where you can do this. The first thing is I want you today, right now, to manage your money like a billionaire. Manage your money like a billionaire. Let me tell you what I mean by that. The number one reason why people don't have enough money is because you don't track it. You don't know where it's going. Where is your money for the past 30 days? What exactly did you spend your money on in the past week, the past month, the past year? Can you identify it? Can you track every single penny? You see, some say money talks, but I say money walks away from you quietly and you don't know where it went. It would be nice if a dollar said, I'm about to roll bounce up out of here. And when you come find me, I'm not gonna be there. It would be nice if it did talk, but it don't. Money does not talk. It walks away and it doesn't say say anything. So you have to go find every penny. And so if you are going to manage your money like a billionaire, you have to know what every dime with. Do you think billionaires are confused about where their money is? Mm -mm, They are not confused. So I don't care if you are a small home-based business, if you are just starting out, if you have a world-class enterprise, or if you have a company as big as Walmart, if you want to get there, you're going to have to act the way you want to be so that eventually you can be the way you act. And that is someone who has been trusted by God to manage multiple streams of income and millions and possibly even billions of dollars. You gotta act like that today. You can't suddenly transform into a financial, uh, to be a good financial steward when you get the money. You have to act like that right now with the $1 that you have. You see, because money says, if you respect me, then I will honor you. Money says, if you respect me, then I will multiply for you. Money says, if you respect me, then I will work harder for you than you can ever work for me. So it doesn't matter how little you think you have. You think it's okay to just go spend an extra $50 on you know, some hamburgers for your kids, or you think it's okay to just go spend, uh, go on to whatever online store that you're shopping at and just go spend those few extra dollars and you think it doesn't hurt you. But let me tell you something, that is not where you want to be. So you should not act like it today. I want you to act the way you wanna be and sooner or later you will be the way you act. So how are you going to get there with your money? Manage it like a billionaire. Track every single penny. Get yourself a a journal. Get yourself something to write in. In New Wealth University, I have the Master Business and Budgeting Journal, where you can separate your personal versus your uh, business expenses, and you can get a positive, uh, you know, quote every single day, and you can start to move in that direction. Manage your money like a billionaire. Let me tell you how billionaires become billionaires, because they look at the entire budget, and they will say, "Okay, look at look at this. Now I see the paper clips. We spent too much money on paper clips last month, and see the paper clips are going to interrupt my bonus." So if you go to work on Monday or Tuesday or whatever day of the week it is, and you get a memo, and the memo is a paperclip memo, and it says, from now on, if you want to order paperclips, you need to go see the paperclip manager and put together a paperclip proposal. That's because they cut the spending and they want to regulate it because they realize too much money was spent in that area and it's going to affect what the bottom line which means it's going to affect the top person you see the ceo is not going to let you interrupt their bonus kbla talk 1580 we've got a lot to talk about welcome forward now this is the millionaires roundtable here on kbla talk 1580 and this is lynn richardson and we are creating millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one dollar at a time and one dime at a time and that means you So I want you to act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will be the way you act. What about in your relationships? Are you being walked over? Are you being uh, abused mentally, emotionally, spiritually? Are you down? Did you believe that relationship was going to be something that it's not? Well, let me tell you something. Act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will be the way you act. I remember being in a a terrible relationship in my teens, my early 20s, late teens. And that relationship almost took me out. I settled for things that I should not have settled for and things that were right in my face that I allowed to happen. And when it almost took me out and I stayed here because I cried out to the Lord, he answered by setting me free. I said, never again, not today. So when I started dating again, I had some boundaries. If you were going to date me and you were supposed to pick me up at seven o'clock, at 7.01, I was no longer available. Mm -mm. And back then we didn't have cell phones and all that kind of stuff. I think I had a pager or something like that. At 7.01, I'm no longer available. Okay. So what did that do? It strengthened my resolve. It removed the fear because see, the reason why you're settling for things in your relationship is because you're afraid you're going to lose something. And what you're afraid of losing is a dream. What you're afraid of losing is a fantasy. What you're afraid of losing is the thing that you were presented with in the beginning. But what you're dealing with right now, you're dealing with the real representative. You're dealing with the real person. You're dealing with the real scenario. So I want you to act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will find yourself being the way you act, which is strong. Someone with non-negotiable principles, someone with boundaries. So how do you do that? You simply exercise self-care by saying, no, no, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not going to accept that. No, that doesn't make me feel good. Now, it doesn't mean that you can never compromise, but if something cuts into your spirit, if something drains you, if something takes you way uh, down below where you know you're supposed to be, the answer is no. And I want you to be strong in that no. And see, here's the deal about a relationship. If you are afraid that you're going to lose something or somebody, you've already lost them. As a matter of fact, anything that you are afraid of losing, you've already lost it anyway. It's already gone, okay, because that thing has power over you and now you are going to Uh, uh, lessen yourself. You're going to lessen your standards to keep that thing. And anything that you settle for, when you settle for less, you actually get even less than that. So I don't want you settling. I want you to act the way you want to be. And sooner or later, you will be the way you act. And that's that. The harvest is here and the time is now. Go get what God has for you. (laughs) You